How's it going, folks? You were listening to the Professional Horror Podcast, the only podcast without a height restriction. I was trying for a uh, amusement park-themed intro. The only other one I could come up with was the one podcast you don't need a ticket to ride, and that just sounded questionable. Anywho, I'm your host, Chris Donovan, and like I promised last week, I am back with another quick hit review. It is once again 1am, and I am once again recording while in my car, because recording a podcast while the people in my house are asleep still seems rude to me. So I apologize if there's any audio bleh. Any audio bleh. That's, that's the scientific term. Anywho, this is going to be another quick hit review. I'm just getting my thoughts out on a movie I just saw today, which was Hellfest. Not a full-blown, in-depth episode like I like to do with a guest, just a little, just me. Initial thoughts, what I recommended, what I not recommended, that sort of thing. It's really exciting, too, because this movie... This is the first night it's come out, and there's not even any critical reviews yet on Hellfest. So it seems like you know, uncharted. It seems like I'm you know breaking new ground or whatever. I mean, I'm not. I mean, other some people have reviewed this film, but you know what I mean. It's like I got to go in blind for the first time in a long time in horror movies. I walked in not knowing if it's going to be good or bad, just watching one or two trailers without any of the critical hype behind it. Speaking of trailers, if you have not seen the 80s retro throwback trailer for Hellfest, I would highly recommend watching it because it is glorious. It is absolutely one of the coolest trailers I've seen in a while. If you're not sold on Hellfest and you don't want to listen to the rest of this episode, which, I mean, that's hurtful, but I guess, whatever, then just watch that 80s retro trailer. And if that sold you, then go and watch it. But like I said, Hellfest currently does not have a rating on Ron Tomatoes, but it does have a rating on IMDb, and that rating is 6.0. 2 out of 10 thus far. It has a runtime of approximately 1 hour and 29 minutes, and I'll give you guys the plot synopsis right quick. A masked serial killer turns a horror-themed amusement park into his own personal playground, terrorizing a group of friends while the rest of the patrons believe that it is all part of the show. The film is directed and edited by Gregory Plotkin, I believe is how you pronounce that name. There's three screenplay credits and two story-by credits, which is insane for any movie, let alone a horror movie. Writing credits go to screenplay by Seth M. Sherwood, Blair Butler, and Akela or Akela Cooper. And the story by credits are William Pennick and Christopher Say. And the film is starring Amy Forsyth as Natalie, Rain Edwards as Brooke, and Bex Taylor Klaus as Taylor, with a glorious cameo by Tony Todd. So with all that logistical stuff out of the way, let's get into this movie. Unlike Assassination Nation, which I saw last week, and I said I really liked it, but I felt like it was really heavy. It was um it was really targeting some big issues in society at large, and it should be watched through that kind of lens. I feel the exact opposite about Hellfest. Not to say that I didn't like it, what I'm saying is it's a very simple and easy watch. I actually liked it a whole lot. I thought, this is just, it's a slasher movie, and you guys know if you've listened to another episode of this podcast, you know I am partial to slasher movies, but this is just a slasher movie that's just trying to be a slasher movie. You're not going to get anything really deep or philosophical out of it, except for maybe a couple things at the end, which by the way, I'm not going to go into spoilers, I'm just going to talk very broadly. There's a couple things I do want to touch on, but I'm going to touch on them very broadly. This is a spoiler-free review, so don't worry, I'm not going to mess with you guys. The first thing that I want to talk about that with this movie is the color palette, the lighting, the camera work. The movie looks really good. It's got a really good style to it. The directing's very good. It's there's neon lights aplenty. I can see why they did the retro 80s trailer because this do, this movie does feel like it, it fits in 
with the 80s with those, you know, neon colors, really flashy sort of slashers. Almost even in the same way that uh, The Guest has a lot of neon going on, a, a very interesting color palette. And as stated in the, in the synopsis, this horror movie does take place in a horror-themed amusement park. I'm a sucker for a lot of things. Slashers are one of them. And if you have a horror movie set in a horror theme park, I'm, I'm sold. I'm absolutely sold. Some other movies recently have come out, like The Funhouse Massacre a couple years ago, and Bloodfest, which I actually saw, came out in August, and the DVD Blu-ray is coming out on Tuesday, can't wait to pick that up. They touch on similar styles, I mean, it's a similar location, there's a similar feel to it, but I feel like Hellfest is far and above the most serious of the three, which is is both a plus and a minus, I think, for this movie. I think there are times when it is a bit too serious, it's, I feel like when you're dealing stuff in an amusement park, there's naturally going to be some opportunities for lighter fare, and this movie doesn't really take advantage of that. It takes advantage of the haunted house aspect perfectly. I think there's a lot of interesting setups. There's a lot of really fun set pieces in this film. Quick little side note about that. This movie is very, very jump scare heavy. And normally, I'm not a big fan of jump scares. I think they are kind of cheap. But in this environment, I thought it worked perfectly because the nature of a haunted house attraction is jump scares. That's the whole point. You're not going to get any, you know, long, drawn-out, suspenseful scares, really, in a haunted house. You're getting a lot of jump scares. And so this felt authentic to that actual experience. And when you put a movie where one person in a haunted house is actually seriously out to get people and is using the fact that it's not going to be taken seriously by security or by the people in charge because well you're scared well we were doing our job so sorry i feel like that's just a brilliant concept and i really enjoyed that i really enjoyed the cast in this movie i think amy forsyth who i recognized from film christmas horror story i thought she was absolutely fantastic in this movie i thought she was a really effective final girl i liked her story i liked her through line through this she's the scaredy cat who gets roped into going to this horror fest and i but i like liked her she was she was very resourceful almost not on the same level as like nancy thompson resourceful or aaron from your next resourceful but that's you know that's that's the high end of the spectrum she was intelligent and she was able to use the knowledge she's picked up through the course of the movie to her advantage and i felt that was really great stuff i really enjoyed her character and thought she was if nothing else she was an effective final girl as far as the main cast i think bex taylor klaus absolutely steals the show i thought she was absolutely fantastic i knew her from her role, uh, work on aaron or I remember her from her work on Arrow. And I thought she's just so fun. She's the horror nut. I feel like a lot of people are really going to, you know, relate to her character because she is the horror nut. And if you're listening to this podcast, if you are going to Hellfest like this weekend, you're probably going to relate to her super hard of being like, like that kid in a candy store kind of vibe when she's in Hellfest. And the performances in, in general I thought were very strong. The writing is a little bit but it's not horrible. Like um, Amy Forsythe's character, Natalie, and Robbie Atal, his character, Gavin, they have a little romantic thing early in the movie. With one of these, you know, teenage sort of love stories, the most I can say is that it didn't piss me off. And I thought some of their exchanges were actually kind of, you know, adorable and kind of, because they had that sort of like awkward kind of first date vibe thing going on. It actually did feel endearing. It didn't feel like, oh my God, can we just get on with this horror movie we want to watch? Oh, one other thing about Natalie, 
battle, Amy Forsythe's final girl, is I felt like there was something missing with her. I felt like she just had this character moment that we didn't, as the audience, get to experience with her. I feel like there was something bubbling under the surface of that character that we never got to see, and I'm, I would like to know more about her. Which, I guess, leaving a horror movie and saying, oh man, I want to know more about this character is a good thing. That's You don't always get that kind of stuff. But there's something about some of her lines, some of her decisions, and some of her reactions to certain characters. I felt like there was something that she was going through or something she was dealing with that wasn't addressed in the film, which is both a bummer and also like kind of a cool thing. Like, ooh, this character has something else going on that we don't know about. But also, it's just like, it kind of nagging on me now. It's like, I want to know. But like I said, overall, I think she was a very effective final girl. And Bex Taylor Klaus's character, Taylor, she was a lot of fun, as was Rain Edwards's Brooke. They all had a very fun dynamic, and I enjoyed watching them. The actual haunted house that they go through, all the different mazes, all the different places that they go, man, I, I, I wanted to go to it. This seemed like the f- most fun thing I could imagine. Like, some of the haunted house stuff, they absolutely nailed and I want to credit the directing of that, where it felt like going through an actual haunted house, like I said earlier with the jump scares and stuff like that, but it just felt so true to the experience, and also just like really cool, like I wanted to see it. Especially because how the park is set up, they address it in the movie, it's like, it gets more intense the further in you go. Like There's a certain section of the park where you need to sign a waiver so they can actually touch you. I think that's cool. Like, I want to go to this giant amusement park that's just a horror fest. I think that'd be so cool. Uh, one thing that was a bit of a bummer for me is I felt like a lot of the setup scares were very, very effective, but some of the kills were kind of, like, kind of letdowns. Like, there was one, too, that just, if you want to, you know, the way to my heart is goosebumps. It's always been goosebumps. There's one scene that reminded me, like, it was straight out of, like, Shocker on Shock Street. It was such an effective moment, and it was so terrifying, and it kind of just led to nowhere. And I felt like a lot of that, a lot of the fake-out moments were very effective, whereas some of the kills were kind of just like, okay, then that, that person's dead now later. As far as the slasher himself, my biggest issue is there's so much grand stage setting again. Like, the park looks great. The effects and the cinematography, the lighting, the color palette of this movie is all great. And the characters are even really fun. Like, I enjoyed spending time with them. And yet the slasher, I felt like himself, was just really bland. Like, the mask itself, it was kind of interesting, because it did have that sort of Michael Myers-esque blank face vibe going on. And the weapon that he uses for a lot of it, which is like an ice chisel, is like familiar yet different enough to be his own thing but I just felt on the whole it was just such a bland kind of outfit there are so many masks even at Hellfest to choose from that would have really spiced him up as a slasher and made the whole film as as a whole much more enjoying in my opinion also I do have to mention Tony Todd's it's really more a cameo role than anything else you hear his voice like he's the voice of the park whenever there's a thing like step right up and there's like the audio pump through the PA system it's always Tony Todd's voice which is Let's be honest, it's one of the best voices in film. He sounds so scary and so great all the time. But as far as his on-screen role, he's only there for about a couple minutes. And I do wish there was more to do with him. I do wish his character appeared more often, but that could have been the thing of they just didn't have the time or the budget to have Tony Todd have a larger role. But I mean, I guess I'd I'd rather have him than not have him. And his presence in this film is appreciated as little as he is there. I feel like there is a divide in the tone of this film between the more fun aspects and the more violent aspects. And I know that they didn't want to go campy with this movie, but I feel like there was still a few pockets of space where they could have used a little bit more fun in there to sort of balance out some of the more violent scenes 
scenes in this movie with some more fun stuff just to keep it sort of not as dour as some of the scenes are. Especially with the color palette being as bright and vibrant as it is, I feel like the tone should have gone for a more mixed balance between the two. They try for that, but I don't think it really clicks. So I want to end up just by talking about briefly and no spoilers, the ending of this movie. I feel it is very jarring. Not jarring in the sense of, oh my god, that was so scary or violent, and not jarring in the way of like a gut punch, but jarring in just how quick it was. I feel like the third act should have taken a little bit more time, specifically the la the second half of the third act. Like the movie wrapped itself up very quickly. It does have an interesting hook at the end, but I just feel like we got from the super intense final showdown to that hook too quickly i feel like it just wrapped up you know bada bing bada boom and we're out and i would have liked a couple more scenes a little bit more resolution i guess to those moments but overall i think hellfest is a fun ride it's not heavy watching it it's not an in-depth character study it's not a psychological horror movie it's just a fun sla r-rated slasher that you can put on or go to the in the theaters and you're gonna have a good time i think i sure had a good time and i would rate this eh, about maybe a seven out of ten seven and a half out of ten maybe because i did really like it i want to see it again at some point and i would definitely recommend you guys see it this weekend and in the weekends to come before it you know hits dvd in which case then you know buy the dvd whatever but so far this has been a pretty uh pretty fun um start to the halloween season i also think hellfest is the perfect introduction to the halloween season like if you're not in the halloween spirit yet or you're kind of not feeling you're not getting the mood just right i think this is a perfect entry point because it's like I said, it's not a heavy movie but it's just a easy watching slasher that you know you'll get the vibe of halloween and get you into the mood especially with the next coming weeks when there are some more intense horror experiences to come including october 19th halloween's coming guys i'm so excited and so nervous but that's gonna do it for my hellfest review i mean speaking of the halloween season i don't know if i'm going to do a quick hit next week i thought maybe i might do venom i'm not so i'm not 100 sure yet but i i definitely will be having a quick hit in two weeks when i see goosebumps 2 haunted halloween so i'm gonna be seeing that a couple days early at the salem film festival if you're at salem film festival i don't know throw a tomato at me if you see me i am so looking forward to that if you guys know me you know i love goosebumps and i'm excited i thought goosebumps 1 was a really fun movie I, I hope this one is even better. If nothing else, we'll be having Goosebumps 2 quick hit in two weeks. And I'm cooking up something special for Halloween coming out on the 19th. I will not have a review up on the 19th for Halloween. But before Halloween itself happens, I will have something for you guys for that. So look forward to that. Look forward to Goosebumps 2. And also look forward to Hellfest Go, like this weekend. It's coming out. I enjoyed it. I hope you guys do too. Check it out. And until next time, stay scary, but keep it professional.